Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 728 for the 6th of Kislev in a regular year. Yesterday, we talked about chocolate. And we talked about the idea that if you've never tasted chocolate in your life, People can describe chocolate to you from today till tomorrow. You could even read many books about chocolate, but it's not the same thing as actually eating that chocolate. And what we liken this to is the performance of the mitzvahs and in terms of our relationship with God and how really nothing can substitute the performance of mitzvahs. And while, yes, it's nice to have intention when we do these mitzvahs and really be, you know, focusing on God and focusing on connecting with God and all of those kind of things, all of that is really not comparable to performing the mitzvah itself. Because when we, uh, when we use our intention, our intention is limited. Our intention is limited to our mind. It's limited to our emotions. It's a very subjective experience. Versus when we do perform a mitzvah, this mitzvah is stemming from the essence of God. It's stemming from the words of Atsilas, as we said. We, we got into some of the Kabbalah yesterday. You can go back and listen to that uh, there. But so there's something about a mitzvah that is undiluted in the way that our intention is not. Now, with that being said, we left off on a very interesting point yesterday where we started talking about the idea that, uh, that nevertheless, even though, yes, the main thing is doing the mitzvah, um, we, when we learn about the laws r- regarding the mitzvah, uh, and especially when we learn about the inner dimension of these laws, like the, the intricate details of the why in a detailed way, this actually could be a certain, in a certain sense, like we're doing the mitzvah. So seemingly, this seems to contradict our analogy with the chocolate, you know, right? Like when we said, you know, somebody who learns about chocolate, it's not the same thing as eating chocolate. So how could we say you learn about the mitzvah? It's the same thing as doing the mitzvah. So a few things. First of all, um, once a person, it's, well, it's true that if you've never tasted chocolate before in your life and then you learn about chocolate, it's not the same thing. Once you've tasted chocolate and once you know what chocolate tastes like, then yes, go ahead, read all those books, take those courses, you know, talk to people about your joy of chocolate. And then if anything, that taste of chocolate is going to be enhanced in you. So meaning to say that when we say that somebody, uh, when somebody learns about the mitzvahs and when somebody um, learns about the deeper meanings of the mitzvahs, as well as all the intricate details that are needed to perform the mitzvah, there's an assumption there that uh, the person is going to do that mitzvah. And when there's that assumption there, when the purpose is to actually perform the mitzvah, then yes, it is equivalent to doing the mitzvah in a certain sense. So that's going to be the focus of what we're going to be talking about today is this idea that there is value. Like we don't want to dismiss basically the value of study. You know, like yesterday, if somebody just learned yesterday's episode, they might think to themselves, 
okay, so what's the point of learning Torah? What's the point of connecting to God in through my emotions, uh, through my intellect, trying? Like it's sort of fruitless. It's sort it's 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 it is limited, like you're saying. It is very subjective. So let me just do the mitzvahs and not even bother trying to understand. So today we're gonna backtrack that on that a little bit and we're gonna talk about the fact that no, there is actually value in learning. There's va- value in trying to connect on an intellectual level. Uh, regardless of the limitations intrinsic to that. But yet we have to remain grounded and we have to keep, bear in mind the fact that this idea of connecting to God and, and, and meditating upon God, while yes, it is very important, it's one of many things that we have to do as Jews. And we shouldn't get so caught up in this that this is our whole life and we forget about the mitzvahs and we forget about um, connecting to the mitzvahs on these deeper ways as well. So yes, we need to connect to God in um, in terms of just godliness itself, like learning pure chassidus, which is a lot of what we're doing in this podcast and learning Tanya. It's a very important thing and it's very essential to our connection with God and to our service of God. But yet we also need to learn about the laws of Torah. We have to learn about how to keep the laws and the inner meanings behind the laws to ultimately perform the laws, right? So, uh, yeah, so getting into the text and for context, we're still in this essay, uh, essay four of Kuntras Ahran, this longer essay here, and, um, and uh, which, ha- which has been discussing the value and the, the various advantages of the of the mitzvahs versus Torah study and versus prayer. So now we're in the section talking about mitzvahs. And as mentioned, we left off yesterday talking about the idea of that there's value in performing the mitzvahs for sure, but there's also value in learning about the mitzvahs. And when we learn about the mitzvahs and we use our, we move our mouth, when we do that, then we actually, that's, that's another way for us, us to connect with this more undiluted godliness that we've been referring to. And so too, also when we learn about the more deeper meanings behind the mitzvah. So that's that's where we begin today. So we begin, the ultra says that when we learn about the deeper meanings behind the mitzvah, the, the sod of the mitzvah, the secret of the mitzvah, this isn't inferior to learning about the halachos, learning about the actual laws of the mitzvah. On the contrary, and he doesn't elaborate, but, but seeming seemingly he means to say that it, actually there's a superior aspect to it, even though truly we're not grasping the essence when we learn this, when we learn uh, the the deeper meaning behind the mitzvah. We're not because we're using our in, our subjective minds, right? But it still should not be thought of as inferior to learning the actual laws, which is not the case. Um, when we learn about the Seder Hishtalshalus. So what's the Seder Hishtalshalus? Seder Hishtalshalus, I've referred to this before on the podcast. This is like the sequ- sequential chain of divine energy like that that descends from world to world and from level to level and all of that stuff. So this is something that we also try to learn, especially when we're learning Chassidus. Um so, well, yes, this is a great thing to focus on. Uh, and even if a person really gets to the point that they really comprehend uh, the metzios, meaning comprehends the existence, as we call it. So it's like they have a really deep grasp of this chain-like descent of divine energies. Like they have a really good grasp of the spiritual map of the world. This in its own right is not greater than learning about the mitzvahs. Because when a person learns about the mitzvahs, the laws of the Torah, they're actually grasping at the essence, the mahus, as we call it in Hebrew. So that's that's a very, very profound statement right there. So this is especially coming from, you know, the founder of Chabad Hasidus, the Alter Rebbe, 
who is all about teaching Chassidus. He wrote, authored the Tanya and all of that, which is so much about trying to, especially Shari Chudba Amuna, is like trying to understand these more spiritual ideas, the spiritual maps of the world and all of that kind of stuff. He's saying that, well, yes, it's good to learn these things. Nevertheless, learning these the, these more spiritual, like the Seder Hishtalshals and all of that is only going to get you to to grasping the existence of God. It's not going to get you to grasp the essence of God. How can you grasp the essence of God through study? Is through learning about the laws, learning about the halachos, the mitzvahs. And when a person studies these laws, when a person studies these halachas, it's, it really is as if they actually did perform them. As it says, um, this is a citation from Vayikra chapter 7, verse 37, Zota Torah This is the law of the burnt offering and the meal offering. Which, according to the Gemara, the Gemara um, explains this to mean that if a person learns about these different offerings, it's as if they they did the offerings themselves. This is very practical to us nowadays because now we don't have the base of Mikdash, right? And so there are actually many different laws that we can't actually do in pract practicality. So, but what we can do is we can learn about them, and when we learn about them, it actually is as if we're performing them. That because we kind of we have it's it's not like the chocolate that's just like totally theoretical. I mean, it is in a certain sense, obviously. Obviously, there's going to be a, a much deeper, deeper um, level of connection when we have the base of Mikdash um, and we do actually perform these mitzvahs in physicality. But at least for now, especially having in mind that we really would like to perform these in physicality, we can connect um, through them, through their study, the way that we would through, through actually doing them. Um, so... Okay, but what about, okay, going back to this idea of, of learning about divinity, learning about the whole Seder Hishtalshalos and all of that stuff, which is, again, knowing about the existence of God. We really, the more you learn these things, these this, these chasadas and these deeper ideas about the spiritual map of the universes, this... Um, this is a very, this is actually, not only is this a very great thing, it's actually a mitzvah. We do, we're supposed to learn about these things. And in fact, it's actually described as being a mitzvah that outweighs all mitzvahs. As it is written in uh, Devarim, chapter 4, verse 39, So you should know this this day that God is your God. So it's, it, it's a mitzvah to know God. Um, there's another citation from... Uh, from Divrei Hayamim, chapter 28, verse 9, Know the God of your father. And so there is, like, we don't want to dismiss the fact of trying to know God. It's the, the, the Altar Rabbah doesn't cite it here, but the Rambam actually lists it as the, the very first thing, the very first precept in his uh, in his Yad HaChazaka, in his Mishnah, famous Mishnah Torah, he says that everybody needs to, that we all need to, the Yesod Sodot, the Amud HaChuchmot, the foundation of all, foundations is to know God so we are supposed to try to know God and know about the existence of God and doing this actually brings us to a whole heart says the altar Rebbe, which is the main thing this is so this is a very like we basically the altar Rebbe doesn't want to dismiss the idea of learning and learning about God and all of these kind of things and that in fact when we learn about the existence of God this is going to divest us of physicality it's going to make us more spiritual beings so it is a very important thing to do However, says the Alter Rebbe, this is only one of the 613 mitzvahs. So yes, it's a, it's a great mitzvah. It even is, you know, considered to be like outweighing all the other mitzvahs in a certain sense, but it's only one of them. And a person needs to fulfill all of the 613 mitzvahs because this is uh, the hishtal of the mehus 
of chitzonei tekelim de atzilut of the case we spoke about this yesterday. So the mitzvahs again, where do they come from? They come from the outer vessels of atzilus, the the essence of the outer vessels of atzilus. And so in order to connect to the essence of the outer vessels of atzilus, we need to connect through the mitzvahs. And so we do this through performing the mitzvahs and also through learning about the mitzvahs. And this is why we need to really be very involved with learning about the 613 mitzvahs and to actually keep the 613 mitzvahs in thought, speech, and action. Uh, which is which corresponds to the lower worlds of Bria, Itzira, and Asiya, in order to um, to 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 clarify the sparks there, to do the Birurim, it's called in Hebrew. So that's the end of the section. So it's pretty short for today. And so just to again so to to reiterate, the main point is that mitzvahs are unique in that they can connect us with the essence of God by virtue of their origin being the essence of the external vessels of Atsilas, which is pure, unadulterated godliness. Whereas when we just study about God, when we study about, you know, the the what what it is that we can comprehend about God godliness, perhaps paradoxically, that what that's doing is that that's only connecting us with the existence of God. It's not connecting us with the essence of God. What connects us to the essence of God is is the mitzvahs, which is true not only in performing the mitzvahs, but also in learning about the mitzvahs, learning about the actual laws, and also learning about the inner dimension of the mitzvahs, why we do the mitzvahs on a, a deeper, in a deeper way, which is not to say that we shouldn't learn and try to understand godliness and understand the spiritual underpinnings of reality and all that stuff, but we need to bear in mind and keep it in perspective and realize that this is only giving, getting us to the point of being able to understand God's existence, but not his essence. And also to bear in mind that this is just one of 613 mitzvahs, which is a very important mitzvah. And in fact, it outweighs all the other mitzvahs, but it doesn't mean we shouldn't do the other mitzvahs. And we have 613 mitzvahs to do. So we need to actually do those mitzvahs, practically speaking, in thought, speech, and action. That's the ultimate. Or at the very least, uh, learn about them or, or do both, obviously, <laughs> you know, with the purpose in mind that we really want to perform these mitzvahs. So that's it for today. And we will continue along these lines tomorrow. And I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.